Welcome everyone to our podcast series, Public Procurement Leaders. The goal of this series is to introduce you to forward thinking and successful leaders that are driving transformational change in public procurement and the public sector market. Throughout the series, we will be speaking with leaders from both public and private sectors, including chief procurement officers, um, program executives, political leaders from across the country, as well as internationally. Uh, through the interviews, we hope to learn from the experience of leaders that have led change and driven impact within their organization, whether it's at the city level, state level, can, uh, federal agency, or like today, um, we'll be talking about San Diego County with uh, Jack Pellegrino. Um, so um, with that, let me just go ahead and um, quickly welcome Jack Pellegrino, who is the director of the Department of Purchasing and Contracting for San Diego County. Welcome, Jack. Hi, Raj. Pleasure to be with you today. Thanks, Jack. Thank you so much for joining. Um, I know right after the New Year's, it's uh, uh, hectic, um, so I appreciate you uh, making time today. Um, so uh, just for the audience, uh, Jack, Jack and I met uh, about a couple years ago, and it was through some work uh, that the Public Spend Forum had been leading around workforce and workforce competencies, and, and Jack saw that work, and uh, from there, we just connected, and, uh, you know, I've found Jack to be really uh, such an inspirational leader, uh, really pushing the envelope, uh, and, and, and that's not easy to do within San Diego County, which is one of the, ranked as uh, typically as one of the uh, best managed counties in the country. Um, Jack has a rich background. He's uh, very well respected um, within the uh, within the community um, as uh, chair of the California Association of Public Procurement, um, uh, as a member of the board of advisors uh, for uh, NCMA. Um, so and also brings both a public and private sector background. So Jack, I'm excited to just jump into the discussion and really uh, kind of benefit from some of the uh, insights and uh, advice that you may have for others. Sure, thank you. Um, you know, some of the things that uh, uh, you and I have talked about, and I, I think the reason uh, uh, we hit it off from the very first meeting is, um, in procurement, I, I view our, our role in procurement and, and my job in procurement is I'm never, uh, I'm never done learning, I'm never, I'm never done um, trying to make our organization better. Um, I'm, our mission here in procurement for the county, uh, we're unique as, uh, as some governments go because of the amount of contracting that we do. Um, here in the county of San Diego, although uh, we're, we're geographically a very large county, um, over 250 square miles, uh, with a population um, about three and a half, uh, three and a half million, and mm -hmm. so our annual budget for the county um, is um, about four point um, four point five billion. And in procurement, I spend about one billion of that, a little bit over one billion of of that budget. So um, obviously, procurement is is highly leveraged, and it's an important part of what we do here in the county. Um, Great. Uh, well, th and thanks, Jack. I, and that is, uh, you know, the, and it's a very large county. I've been there a few times, and uh, 
and uh, obviously very beautiful. Uh, and the amount of spending you have, uh, it is it is quite large. So, you know, in managing all of that, I'm just curious, um, uh, you've been in this role for you know many years and you've been in procurement. Tell, tell us a little bit about what do you, you know, about your role and uh, what do you love about it? You know, uh, we, we just want to get a little bit deeper to understand why does Jack uh, love procurement and what do you love about getting up in the morning about this role? Well, one of the things, um, you know, because because of the diversity of, of what we buy here, um, that's that's what really excites me. Um, I started my career uh, in the aerospace industry, worked for several of the large aerospace uh, companies, TRW, used aircraft, and then I had 19 years with um, Science Applications International Corporation, uh, SAIC. And what, what, um, what I really enjoyed in my career, uh, started out just buying satellites and printed circuit boards and you know, commodities, if you will. And then as I uh, matured in my career and, and spent 19 years with SAIC, one of the cool things was SAIC's business was so broad um, in the types of programs they were supporting and the types of businesses they were doing. Uh, that's something that's always excited me. And I'll call, I'll call it motivated me. Uh, and really, that's what I've found here at the county in purchasing. Um, you know, we, we buy everything from the commodities that, that run our internal business, uh, you know, our copier machines, our, our uh, infrastructure support, to um, health and human services that are, are uh, um, supporting our neediest individuals here in the county, uh, whether it be, um, you know, through social services or, or, um, or the sheriff. Sheriff services obviously falls under the county as well. So there's really a wide range of procurement that I that myself and the staff does here. Um, you know, one day I might be buying a fire truck. Uh, the next day I might be doing a, a consulting contract for um, for media outreach um, or to try to improve homelessness here in the area. So. So that's what really, it's really the diversity, Raj, that I think uh, every morning, um, kind of after my first cup of coffee, think, okay, what's gonna, what's on the agenda today? So that's what I love about procurement. That's great, and and you do have a lot. I think you, you know, I um, before we jump into some other areas, maybe you could just um, talk about um, the role that you know you all played the procurement function and your uh, your staff played in dealing with some of the uh really um devastating fires that just happened over the past few months uh could you just tell us a little bit about that sure um you know um unfortunately over the last few months we had a, a sort of back-to-back -back emergencies we had to be ready mm -hmm. to be prepared for um and Purchasing uh, ends up being even more highlighted in a situation where um, where it's an emergency situation uh, because mm -hmm. there's always, as well as you can plan for an emergency, there always will be a supply need of things that you can't reasonably stockpile or plan for, or in some cases, um, 
you know, your sources of supply are the same sources that are affected by the emergency. So, um, you know, just to kind of th to think through that and be able to react quickly. Um, so, uh, we we started off with, um, you know, we have a, a an emergency operations center um, here at the county that's that's activated in in situations where we need public response and purchasing and contracting. My staff um, are assigned to. Um, there's a logistics component that's established in the EOC Emergency Operations Center. So I have mm -hmm. staff that are um, that report to the Emergency Operations Center, and then we'll be, you know, buying goods, supplies, services um, that's necessary to support the the operation. Um, one of the major tools that we've found that has been helpful to us is we, um, over the years, have preceded me. Um, have a very robust uh, P-Card, purchase card program. Uh, we use um, a Visa card um, that's very tightly controlled, um, and uh, we can use those for transactions um, up to $2,500. And we, what we do in emergency situations will increase those thresholds to allow us to accommodate the things that we need um, so we're not using purchase requisitions, if you will, the, you know, the, the, the standard, um, six, six, uh, six form PO that we're sending out. We can actually call up and use a, use a visa card, uh, to get the supplies and goods we needed, um, at that, that, that time. So that's been a very important tool for us. So I, you know, one of the best practices I would recommend for emergency operations for anybody is do you have a P-card program to support, even though you may not have it for your buying, um, your normal day-to-day -day buying, do you have a P-card program that supports your emergency operations? Um, it really simplifies it. Um, and, um, you know, I, I, Were you it, able to use that a lot for your um, kind of, maybe we could just, you know, just quickly, like how did you use that for during the uh, during the fires, um, for example, everything from here's uh, we had uh, the fires was up in a pretty remote area, so we had to relocate a lot of animals, um, and we we brought them down to the Del Mar uh, racetrack area. So we had a shelter for them to put, but clearly we needed feed, hay, um, mm -hmm. those types of things. Um, most of those types of distributors that we were getting. Uh, you know, feed stores or, or those types of things, you know, they really don't want to deal with a purchase order. Um, but if you had a visa, I can get it in an hour type of thing. So that's just one example. Um, but um, so, um, and in, and even for uh, things like emergency, uh, we, we set up emergency uh, shelters and uh, local assistance area shelters uh, where people mm -hmm. can get access to um, expertise to kind of put their life back together. Um, everything from, um, you know, food supplies or, or water or those types of, of, um, of needs are much more efficiently done through a purchase card than a, 
a standard purchase order. I couldn't imagine us trying to do it with purchase orders. I'm not going to walk yeah. in, uh, walk into Ralph's to buy uh, 40 cases of water <laughs> with a, with a PL, right? Yeah. yeah. For cash. So. No, that, that, that's great. I, I, I think what I was trying to get to, I think it's always important, you know, we, we try to highlight how procurement really plays a very meaningful role, right, in, in, uh, uh, in um, really addressing some of the, you know, needs of citizens, whether it's, you know, the emergencies that you describe and kind of how you're playing a role or, you know, day to day. And, and, and so that leads me to my next question. It's, um, you know, uh, how do you describe the role of procurement when you talk to different stakeholders um, within within the county? Well, um, you know, one of the things that I think uh, sets us apart here in both my organization and it's part of my, I'll call it um, DNA, since I've always in this in this role of, of purchasing is, you know, our mission. My mission is to um, support the business operation and the business needs and the objectives of the organization of the county. Um, so that is that my internal department, I want to get them what they need uh, at the quality that they need and the right stuff that they need um, at the right time when they need it. Um, you know, it can't be it, if they need it tomorrow, it needs to be there tomorrow, not three weeks from now. Um, and then because we're spending public funds or organizational funds um, at a fair and reasonable price. Um, again, um, and under underlying all of that, we have, when we do those transactions, it has to be in accordance with our, you know, policies, laws, uh, it needs to be done properly. Um, so that's really sort of the mission that how I define it is getting the right stuff at the right time at the at a fair and reasonable price. I call it the right price in compliance with all the, the laws and, and and procurement policies, procedures and, and, and laws. Um, and that's how we add value to our department. Um, sometimes those those three uh, objectives conflict with each other, um, but um, that's the expertise uh, that that myself and our department brings to a customer is to to, to satisfy those three I'll call it objectives. Yeah, that's great, and I, I think you linked it right back to kind of the goals and objectives of the county, which I think you know. Um, and do believe is really critical and also telling of the leading organizations and leaders that we talk to. Um, just curious, you use the term customers then that you're doing all of this for. Uh, how, how do you define customers? Who are your customers? Well, um, our customers are, are, uh, are several. Um, I will say um, the ones that I deal with most frequently as a customer is uh, our department. Again, the departments that have a need uh, to support their operation. Um, I also view um, our customers are our suppliers, okay? Uh, mm -hmm. And then um, they're a customer in that 
the information, the solicitations, the outreach, um, they have a they have a need in order to serve us well. They have a need for information, uh, consistency, and in how we do business. Um, um, just uh, to, to understand how our process works. So I view suppliers as customers as well. And then mm -hmm. not to say the, the least of which is internally within the department, um, a customer is very simply stated, anyone that has a request of you at any one time. So within my department, and we're a fairly small department, we're 56 uh, full-time staff, and we have different expertise in the department and sometimes um, you know one department will sub department will ask for information or from help from someone else that's a customer relationship as well um, because at the end of the day they can't get their job done unless they need something from you so a customer is any I view them very a customer as a definition very broadly it's really anyone that has a request or a need from you that I view mm -hmm. as a customer. Um, and, that, and that actually extends to stakeholders, right? Um, you know, stakeholders have an interest in what you're doing. They should be viewed as customers as well. The cool thing at the County of San Diego, uh, this culture has, is, is part of our, our, our culture for the county. Um, so we uh, refer to our residents as customers. And I think that's somewhat unique uh, from, from government. Um, so yeah, that's, tech, that's, you're, you're a customer. Yeah, that, yeah no, that's great. And I remember when I visited you uh, a few months back, I think when we walked around your campus, there were signs everywhere. I forget exactly what they said, but it was very much in, in kind of Stressing the point of customers and customer service, which you know, I think uh, it was great to see that everywhere and being reinforced everywhere. Right, and so that comes. Uh, it starts with our board of supervisors. Um, that's their expectations of the vision uh, that they have for running this government here, and then it's um, obviously implemented and supported by our chief administrative officer, and then adopted and implemented by by each one of us each of the executives here, uh, the directors in the, in the county, and our staff. Great, no, it's definitely top-led, so um, kudos to you all for really leading the way, uh, and uh, no surprise, you're one of the best managed counties, which leads me to, you know, uh, a couple of other uh, questions here. Um, um, one, you know, you talked about the important role uh, of procurement and in helping achieve objectives and goals for the county. Um, Jack, what is, um, you know, what do you believe are the most important capabilities? Maybe we can just talk about two or three, um, whether, you know, you've built them over time or initiatives you've taken on, what are, what are, uh, what are two or three most important things you believe to really meet, you know, uh, provide the best customer service that you are already, uh, to, to your customers? What is procurement? Well, what, what I would start with, Raj, is understanding your portfolio and your needs of your, of your, of your customers. 
fundamentally sitting down with each of your divisions or departments and I'll, I'll say understanding their business and then understanding their portfolio, um, what their, what their procurement needs are, because I have, I have about, um, 40, well, I have 40 departments in the county, everything from animal services to uh, treasurer tax collector to um, public works to general services to health and human services. Clearly, each one of those organizations, organizations has a different set of business needs and a different what I call portfolio of contracts. Some of them may have IT contracts, might have, some might have commodities, obviously animal services needs, um, you know, uh, foods, food and, and medicine to support their, the, the animals that they're taking care of. So to provide the best service, it's really sitting down and doing an analysis and, and really, it's more than, an, it's deeper than an analysis, understanding your customer, what their needs, so you can do some procurement planning with them. Uh, and then I could, uh, and then you're, you can actually help them come up with a strategy of how to best procure the services and goods that they need uh, to support their business. So I, I would say that's where it starts is mm -hmm. understanding uh, and not just being an organization that's what, what I call first in, first out, uh, a reactive purchasing organization where well, a, rec a requisition comes over the transom today or comes in via email today and it gets assigned to someone out uh, on your team and there's no, I'll call it, um, uh, vision of, oh, is that a repeat buy? Is that, you know, did we buy that last year? Do we need it again next week, next month, next year? Because that starts to change your view where you can be more effective and efficient if you say, well, yeah, I'm going to need the same thing seven times over the next year. Why don't we put together a master agreement and do a blanket purchase order so we can do it more effectively and efficiently? So um, that's really where I start is uh, having a, a, a real deep understanding of what each individual customer's needs are for procurement. And again, our challenge here is because it's so broad and my customers have a various, you know, a, a wide range of needs, it, it, um, it becomes at times challenging. But that's, that's what we're always trying to improve on. Um, and then that goes along with that, we have organized around my staff, I've organized my procurement teams around my major customer departments. Uh, if you looked at my org chart, you will see that I have a team of folks. Um, I have um, five groups and my teams uh, and within those groups are several divisions. The teams are organized around those, I'll call it business groups and those departments. So the individuals, get to know each other and they can do this more effectively. And it's not just, again, a first in, first out purchasing transaction based uh, organization. 
Right now, um, Jack, this is great. I think uh, this kind of reaffirms a lot of the things you talked about in terms of customer focus, alignment with goals. Um, are there specific capabilities then, you know, in addition to understanding customer needs and aligning? Um, wh what do you think, uh, if you were to pick one or two things that you need to do really well in, uh, you know, as an organization, as a staff, um, to serve those needs? Um, what, what have you focused on? What have you found to be the most impactful? Um, probably the, the beyond number two, uh, a close number two would be that we as procurement professionals are continuing continuing our education and upgrading our our knowledge of the procurement profession. Uh, okay. What what tools are out there? What best practices are? Organizations like yourself that um, I'll call it. Um, have a broader view of procurement across not only the country but internationally where we can look and you've documented what best practices are um, so keeping our having our staff I'll call it um, if you're a soccer player um, your coaches would tell you to dribble with your head up okay um, so that's what we try to do here in procurement is do our procurement in such a way that we have our head up so we're we're looking at what other people are doing for as far as best practices and seeing how we can possibly adapt or implement those best practices here and in, in what we're doing for our uh, 50 40 40 departments um, and continuous learning and I think each one of my I ask each one of my staff to do that to be you know, active in our professional associations to, to read what's available um, and to say, okay, well, how can I implement that to, is there a way, can, can a best practice be adopted here to provide better service for my client to meet my, to meet those needs? Great. No, I think I, uh, uh, kudos to you. I think uh, it's evident and, uh, uh, a lot of the focus on education and learning and best practices. I couldn't uh, agree more. Um, well, um, I think we're running out of time here. So um, uh, I'd like to close out by asking what advice you have. Um, I think you might have covered it and honestly in the last answer, but uh, what advice uh, do you have for your peers, other CPOs, um, in terms of really making their organization, uh, their function, the most impactful? Um, what would be a couple of things you you tell them to do? Um, the first thing I would say is again, again, kind of uh, understanding the context of how um, procurement can be leveraged for the benefit of the organization and opening up that discussion with your executives and your peers and your colleagues and saying, um, you know, how can we do it better? Um, you know, even though we we do it fairly well, we um, send out a, an annual customer survey, uh, anonymous to, um, to all our stakeholders, including the executives, and uh, we say, give us a rating, a one to 10, and, and give us a comment of things that we can possibly move, uh, improve on, or move to a different, a, different, uh, a different level of performance. So that's probably what I would say to my, my CPO peers. 
is, um, you know, to reach out and, and make those connections with your with your executives and your organizations to see where where procurement can add value. Um, in some cases, and not assume that I know all the time because I often get surprised that you know I've been focusing on one area and they said no, we really need you to to worry about this. And so that's that's really what um, at the end of the day allows us to be continually successful. Um, I guess Raj, I, I view our role here as a whether it be procurement in one organization or as a, a professional, it's a journey. Um, and um, you know, it, it's uh, along that journey. Sometimes I, if you're, if you're, um, I'm continually adapting um, with the environment, um, uh, which is both my requirements here at the county, and also again, like you said, the best practices that are out there. So um, I just wish all my uh, friends and colleagues all the best in their journeys. And if I can be of any help, uh, feel free to reach out to me uh, directly or through your organization. Great. Well, I appreciate uh, um, the kind words about Public Spend Firm as well. <laughs> um, but but I think this is great, great advice. And uh, um, thank you so much for, I know all that you do, uh, really. Uh, I know that I pick up the phone and to give you a call whenever I'm thinking of uh, what are kind of uh, interesting new ways that people, you know, leaders in public sector are doing things. So uh, thank you, Jack, so much, and uh, uh, please keep 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 those ideas flowing and and letting us know so we can share with others. Okay, thank you, Raj, and and keep doing what you're doing. I appreciate having uh, having your organization there to, as a as a benchmark. Great. Thank you, Jack. Okay.